0: This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult.
1: Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell, our trusty co-host. Tony Shore is back alongside me today. Tony took a little break last week and I had a special guest on, which I'm, I don't know if you heard it, Tony, but we talked about the cord cutting. That was a good one.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: And uh, now you're back in town, and we're going to talk about your favorite topic, or at least one of my favorites, health insurance. Yes. (laughs) We're going to talk (laughs) about the alternatives, actually, to health insurance, because there's been some changes recently since we last spoke. Wow. And uh, I want to address them and talk about uh, those people that missed the deadline that we also just had, which was the official deadline to sign up for health care for 2019.
0: Yeah, the open enrollment period, right?
1: Mm-hmm. December fifteenth was yep. the, the was the day. They got some extensions for people in extenuating circumstances, but if you don't know what that is, then you probably didn't didn't get an extension. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's not good if you're in that boat. But there are strategies and things, so uh, there are alternatives out there, and some changes happening. So it's good to know our options, especially with healthcare costs going crazy um, what can we do? Health insurance costs going crazy. Uh, so you're saying there are some things that can be done and there are, there's probably more than one option out there, right?
1: That's right. And in the past, you've heard me rant about health insurance. Um, I've gone, especially 2018 was a year of the rant for me. And so in keeping with that, let me continue to do that. So on December 15th, which was the deadline, it was also the day that the U.S. District Court out of Texas declared the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare as unconstitutional. I don't know if you caught that.
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, Yeah,
1: And the, the, the logic behind that judge's decision, which was most likely going to be appealed and may even go all the way up to the Supreme Court most likely, But the logic behind it was because of the repeal of the individual mandate, which the individual mandate requires people to get health care coverage. And if they don't, then they get hit with a tax penalty. And that tax penalty in 2018 was $695 per adult or 2.5% of your income, whichever was higher. So... What's interesting is last year, they eliminated that um, mandate for 2019. So next year, 2019,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: do not have to have, you do will not pay a penalty if you don't have health insurance. So the district court judge said, well, if there's no requirement, then it's unconstitutional. That's where we were. And then what happened immediately following that, healthcare sector stocks tumbled well, the stock market in general has been doing pretty poorly lately. Oh but yeah, it has. The healthcare wow. stocks got hit hard because of this ruling. But what's happened, you know, and why? Why would healthcare stocks go down? Because, because perhaps less people will have health insurance, which means less premiums going to the health insurance companies, right? That's the theory. Um, but then there's the, there's a lot of analysts that say, "Oh, buy it, buy it now because it's going to bounce back because it's going to be re- this decision is going to be overturned." I'm not here to debate whether or not, that decision is going to be overturned. But I will talk about some alternatives that people can have been taking and that they can still take if they miss the deadline or don't have health insurance coverage. Oh, um, that's
0: going to be good to find out because I bet a lot of folks find themselves in that boat.
1: Well, that's right. Now, in fact, um, the stats that come in from CMS, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, um, they have been showing that enrollments for the Affordable Care Act are down. From last year, I think the last number was December. uh, December third was uh, eleven percent down. I don't think the numbers have come out yet for the overall, but that's a big drop. And why are there less people signing up? Well, some will claim it's because they're not forced to anymore because the mandate's gone, right? So I don't have to have insurance. I'm not getting it. I don't have to pay a penalty. I'm not having it. Right? That's definitely the case for some people. I know that, but there's also less unemployed people. So the people that are now employed get coverage through work, so they don't need individual coverage. So the individual mandate doesn't apply. So what's what's the mix? I don't know. We don't know. Um, now prices are going up, despite what everyone else says. I mean, I see on a lot of, especially the politicians, the average cost has come down. No, it hasn't. No, that's that's just not the case. Especially around here in Florida, where I where I've been helping people do this since affordable care Act came out years and years ago the they'll say well the price the pricing has stabilized That that's different price stability versus prices going down are very different what right. they say is they're going up less rapidly <laughs> that's like saying yeah. the national debt's going down no it's not it's just going up less rapidly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, still it's still ridiculously climbed. high yeah
0: yeah and it's still climbing
1: right and and then people say oh the price per Uh, per month, the monthly cost is, isn't, is going down. Well, that's not the full story. First of all, first of all, it's not going down, but even if it was the price per month, isn't the full story as I've ranted about, you have to take into consideration the true cost just because the price goes down by 20%. What happens when your deductible triples, you know, instead of having a $2,000 deductible, you have a $12,000 deductible. Who cares what the price differential is? That's $10,000 out of pocket difference so that that's a game that I, that politicians like to play but really what it comes down to tony is the pricing for health insurance is outrageous and we need to come up with alternatives now the Boom. subsidized health care is okay so people that i have, i've helped get a subsidy from the government they can afford their health insurance if the and that's isn't
0: that what obamacare is uh, subsidies for health care th-
1: No, Obamacare, the the Affordable Care Act required a certain level of care. Certain things had to be covered like preexisting conditions, prescription drugs, there's no lifetime annual limits, and so forth. And so that was the law. And to make it affordable, they added a subsidy program in there, which is income-based. And um, not everyone qualifies for a subsidy. But if you do qualify for a subsidy, then the Affordable Care Act is much better option than some of these that I'll talk about but again even for those that can afford the, that are getting a subsidy they're getting priced out because prices have gone up now the prices go up so do the subsidies so people that are getting subsidies don't really care they're not complaining too much because they don't see these huge swings but the people that don't get the subsidy they're getting crushed in fact Tony I helped a guy this is ridiculous. I'm uh, i am sorry I'm ranting. I haven't gone to the alternatives <laughs> yet. But no, no. I just have to tell you this. I have a, a client. He owns a construction company, him and his wife, and two children. They're both teenagers, I think like 16, 17. He had to get um, health coverage and he has uh, an issue with cancer. So he has to get a certain network. The cheapest coverage that included that network of doctors he needed is costing him thirty eight thousand dollars in premiums for 2019 what Thirty-eight thousand for his family of four in premiums not to mention he has a sixty seven hundred dollar deductible per family member wow talk to me about pricing talk to me and now he doesn't get a subsidy obviously he doesn't get a subsidy but can you imagine if we've rewound, you know, six seven years ago and someone said a family of four is gonna have 20000 uh, thirty twenty thousand in premiums, let alone thirty eight. Can you I mean this is this is what we're up against. So this is outrageous. I don't think the Affordable Care Act is the answer but I have an alternative which may or may not be the answer. So let's let's talk about that before I go crazy here <laughs> and waste up the whole day ranting, okay? Right,
0: right. Well, that's an inter- But I'm glad you pointed out what it can cost and a real-life scenario to show us just how bad it can be. So what are some of the alternatives?
1: <laughs> I've talked... I don't know if I, I... We've mentioned health share ministries before. You'll hear these on the radio a lot. The, um, they're religious exemption groups that you basically pool money. And you're a member of that group and it's it's not health insurance because it's not regulated. They can deny pre-existing conditions, but those prices are much cheaper. But I want to talk more specifically about a new uh, n- new option here in Florida known as short-term health plans. So what, what happened was um, there used to be, there's always been short-term health insurance. And it's basically a stopgap, you know, especially for people, hey, I just left my job. I need insurance until I get a new one or... I'm retired, but I'm going on Medicare in seven months. I need something to get me through. Health Short-term health plans have been there, but the law was you could only go 30 days out, and after that, you'd have to get stop and get a new plan. So you couldn't get continual coverage under the old rules, but most recently, and in Florida, in 20 late 2018, short-term plans changed, and now you can get up to 360 days coverage. So they don't give you the full year but they've included all the way out to almost a full year okay so this is short-term health and these are true health insurance these aren't you know health share accounts this is literally health insurance but it's not affordable care act health insurance it's not obamacare and this is the old school plans we used to have before obamacare so i want to talk about them because the pricing is out, is is really where the big difference comes in. They are significantly cheaper. Okay. Let me give you an example of the cost of this. Now, there's a short-term health insurance plan. Okay. 360 days of coverage. All right. So that's how many days are in a year, Tony? 300?
0: 365.
1: Right. Okay. Just making sure you're awake.
0: I am totally awake. You were <laughs> worried there for a second. I was kind of yeah. because I'm
1: ranting. I know how you get to your eyes glaze over. No, nope. three
0: sixty-five. At least the there always has been. I think. Eh, so depends if there's a leap year or not. But
1: that's right. So basically, you're going to be without insurance for for a short period of time throughout the year. Yeah. So there's the first problem, right? Red flag yeah. goes up. Yeah. So what we should do, Tony, is we should we should sell giant hamster bubbles that we sell to humans, and they can run around in a giant bubble for five days or whatever until the health insurance kicks in.
0: Yeah, we right. should, we could, I tell you what, that's a great business idea is, is sell something that fills that gap. Mm-hmm. Talk about a donut hole to fill.
1: Right. Or we just put them in an escape room and double it as an escape room that they can't get out of for Padded. five days. Padded sca- escape room.
0: Yeah. No sharp objects.
1: Right. So, so that's problem number one, but let's talk about pricing. Let's say a, a couple age 62 years old, they retire. They go on Social Security, but they don't qualify for Medicare. That's at 65. So they got a three-year window here that they don't know what to do. So they have to get insurance. So they go to the health insurance marketplace, and they put in their date, date of birth, and they make too much for a subsidy. The cheapest plan, and I'm just talking Pinellas County here in Florida, the cheapest plan for 2019 for a couple that's 62 years old, non-tobacco, is 16 hundred thirty five dollars and they rank go up from there so sixteen hundred a month is a the month? cheapest is cheapest cheapest
0: and is that through the is there an exchange that that's, that's the affordable
1: care act wow the, this covers prescription drugs and is pre-existing conditions preventative care the lifetime on no lifetime limits it has a six fifteen thousand eight hundred dollar deductible
0: Oh, that's ridiculous. So, that's basically being uninsured.
1: Right. But this is legit. This is, but this is Affordable Care Act coverage. So, 1635 times 12 is 19,600. And then, if you add another 15,800, you're at 35,420. That's the cheapest, Tony. Okay. Now, a couple of things. There's no subsidy here, but that's the cheapest option. There's a ton of options that are more expensive, 1700 1800 a month. Okay, wow. so someone age 62 looks That's at that and though. says, right, they don't even, and most of them like, I don't want to go, and I, I want to retire debt-free. Well, <laughs> don't buy health insurance, right? So let's take that same couple and look at the short-term plans for 360 days. Similar deductible, actually less deductible, um, the The plans cheapest are about four hundred and fifty to six hundred dollars a month. Wow! A third of the price.
0: Wow! And how do you, we, how do I get that?
1: <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about it, okay? Because the lower cost is what is appealing, right? Well, yeah. So, but everything else is unappealing. So oh. let's let's talk about it though. But this is health insurance. It's got a network of doctors nationwide This will follow you from state to state if the insurance companies in the state which a lot of them are um, The Affordable Care Act yet to get a new plan every time you move home. So anyway, the cost is great, right? I'll take it there to the cost So this is all of a sudden a 62 year old saying wow I'm gonna save a thousand dollars plus a month. That's 12,000 a year. I can pocket that and Use it if I need it right this is just is this is really what it's all about but And the fact that there's no penalty. So you could do this in 2019 and not get penalized by the government because you don't need to have insurance anymore like they used to say, right? Because this isn't Affordable Care Act insurance. Here's what it doesn't cover. Doesn't cover pre-existing conditions. It doesn't cover pediatric dental. It doesn't give you the free annual checkup. It doesn't give you free preventative maintenance. Doesn't cover prescription drugs. And there's a lifetime limit on this, meaning they limit how much they pay out over the course of the life of that contract. So that's a problem, yeah. right? A huge um, problem. You can get a $2 million lifetime limit. You know, I don't know. Not many people ever run into that $2 million limit, but something to consider. And I think the biggest one, and this is where the hang up in the country is, is the pre existing conditions. You know, they ask you questions like, hey, do you have cancer? And if you say yes, they say, well, no, thank you. You're not allowed to get this plan right uh, so you know so that's they the do problem.
0: they do they i thought it was illegal to uh deny because of pre-existing conditions
1: it is it is that it's illegal to be an affordable care act plan and deny pre-existing conditions so this isn't an affordable care act plan ah, this is a short-term plan sure which is why they can't do it for 365 they can only do it for less than that um but now they're able to go instead of 30 days they're able to go to almost a full year so that's why all of a sudden now people are able to compare apples to apples almost and say hey you know but here's another problem with it if you get in a condition let's say you are on the plan you say oh, I'm for I'm, I'm excellent health and then all of a sudden you develop cancer that year when the contract ends after 300 and some odd days you have to get a new plan and then they'll deny you that new plan because you have a pre-existing condition you follow so, just because you're on this plan doesn't guarantee you're going to get it again after the, wow. the 360 days is up. So, then what? Then you can go on the Affordable Care Act plan, I guess, and pay the bigger bucks because you need it. But that seems ridiculous. I think, so so where am I going with this? I like I, this. I,
0: are you asking me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Because you, I think I've got the map upside down at this point.
1: Right. So the bottom line is, it costs less, but it covers less. You know, you don't have to have maternity coverage, right? Not everyone needs that. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't need to have. Um, well, I'm not expecting Dan. But
0: I'm not expecting Dan, but I am eating for two. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, great. That's so brilliant. there's that. So there's that. So I've got that going for me, which is nice.
1: Oh my god, that's great. But you but you see. If hey, I don't need prescription drugs. I don't go to the dentist. I don't have any kids that need dental. Um, I, I I don't even um, I don't even use. You know, I want. I don't even go to the doctor. Yeah. you know, I'll go if so I'm sick. So it's
0: good for that type of person, right?
1: And but then it's not. Eventually, it's not. So I don't. While I said the Affordable Care Act is definitely not the solution for us as a country, this is not the solution for us either because. What happens if you get a pre what if it happens if you develop a condition, then they drop you, right? And then you have to go get a new plan. Then what? So the pre existing condition is the big holdup for me on these. At the same time, however, money talks and a lot of people just can't afford. Now that 62 year old couple, that's no joke, Tony. That is legit pricing. Wow. I'm not making numbers up here. That's sixteen hundred dollars a month, seventeen hundred dollars a month gets them the bare bones coverage. Bare bones
0: with a high with, deductible with a
1: 15,800 deductible.
0: That's the highest deductible right? I've ever so heard. So
1: that yeah. is right. So that's, that's the new norm here. So what do you do? And this short term plan is a huge option and there's no open enrollment period. You can get it whenever you want. So people have missed an open enrollment. They can get on a plan like this. They can wait till February and get on a plan that covers them for the next, you know, 10 months so they could do it. And that's an option. And the reason why I love it is because it's choice. The reason why I don't like it is because of the pre-existing conditions. It's also banned in California and in New York. So you know something, you know, you know how I feel about it. I'm from New York. You know something's right when New York's banning it. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> you're onto something good. Yeah. California's banning it. No, in all seriousness, um they're banning it for some certain re- legitimate reasons. But when you're looking at the dollar number, the figures here and you and you're relatively healthy and you don't want to be forced into anything, there's an option. So you don't have to go without coverage you can pick up something like this to at least help. And maybe if you develop a condition or get in an accident, you won't go bankrupt. So <laughs> I, I think, um,
0: yeah, you don't want that. I mean, y- you know, something could happen.
1: Right. So it's a little different than the, the health sharing ministries, which or were also an option, but this is more like traditional health insurance. You have a network. You have to and stay what's in the this network. Called? Um, this is short term plans and a lot of different companies offer them locally. Mm. Um, and you could price out different companies, see which network you like. But it's just like you get a card, you stay in network. When you show up, you get the negotiated rate, and you pay that. If you have a deductible, you can lower the deductible. It's it's customizable. You could say I need it for 20 days, 170 days. I need it with a 2000 deductible. I need it with a 12000 deductible. Your choice. So this is back to my overall philosophy is the more choice, the better. Um Yes, it doesn't cover pre-existing conditions, and, and maybe that's the issue with it. If we can somehow incorporate that, but as soon as you do that, that's when the price is going to get crazy again. And, you know, some people will say, well, you don't care about anybody when you when when you buy one of these, you're selfish, you know? And so there's that, but I'm not going to debate that. I'm just going to tell you, this is an option. People need to be aware of it, especially those that don't have coverage because they couldn't afford it or don't have coverage because they missed the deadline. This is, this is an option out there, and I think people, I think this is going to be us, the starting point for where we're going to head in the future, and it's going to be some combination of the Affordable Care Act plans and the short-term plans are going to come together and come up with something even better, hopefully.
0: Well, and that's a big hopefully. I mean, you know, um, a lot of people were unhappy with Obamacare, and it definitely had its flaws, and the prices have gone through the roof, and- Uh, Yet there haven't been a lot of great plans proposed. I mean, it seems like it's another issue that we can't all agree on or find a solution for. So it's good to know there are some options out there and alternatives to your standard health insurance, right?
1: That's it. And I know that a lot of people are looking at this saying, wow, a 1000 bucks a month. You know, everyone's all high and mighty, but as soon as you say, I'm going to put a thousand bucks a month in your pocket, all, all of a sudden they say, well, that's good for me, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? And some yeah. people say, well, this is gambling. Well, that's what insurance is. You buy insurance to protect you in case of, an, of a catastrophe. You don't buy it so you don't have to pay when you go to see the doctor once a year. What's wrong with paying to see the doctor? You know, why do you have to have insurance for that? I know a lot of people that buy the worst insurance, because even though it's the that's because it's the cheapest option for them, but their own doctor doesn't take it. So they go to that doctor anyway and pay out of pocket, <laughs> but they just buy the insurances so they can check the box that so the government doesn't find them. And that they have something in case of an emergency, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. People, people are trying to generate and craft their own solution here. And I'm, I'm just here to help. I mean, I have trouble telling people, you know, you have to buy this, this, and this when I know there's an alternative out there. And you know me, I don't like, being, forcing people one way or another. So my goal is to help them save financially for retirement. This is one way to do it. Um, is, it is it for everyone? Certainly not. Is it going to be the long-term right solution? No. But right now, 2019, this is something to consider.
0: Hmm. Yeah. it. I mean, obviously, uh, it's an interesting option. Boy, that deductible scares me though crazy.
1: Right. I mean yeah. that's you the problem. You just got to
0: hope you don't have a major incident or accident.
1: Right, but you can you can lower your deductible on these short-term plans and make it you know, let's say you want to make it uh 1000. You can make it 1000 and then once you start doing that, then the price is going to go up close to closer to what you would be paying on the other plan with the sure. Affordable Care Act. Yeah. So you could but but you won't have that huge deductible on the other one. It's it's going to be a third of the price. It's it roughly, you know for a lot of people, and that's just that's compelling, especially when your price is fifteen hundred a month
0: yeah, that is that is compelling. it's I mean you you put up a you make a good case for it, but like you said, it's not it depends on your situation. It's not for everybody,
1: right, exactly, but we're you know it it's opening in the world a little bit, and this is a new um this wasn't available last year, this is new now. The fine's gone, so more and more people are looking this way. I know a lot of people just didn't sign up because they couldn't afford it or didn't want it now that the mandate's gone. I'm trying to get those people to say maybe I should pick up something just in case, you know, rather than go without. So that's the first place to start, Uh, you know. But like I said, it's not the be-all, end-all, but it's definitely an option, so... That's it. That's my rant. I'm sorry that, uh, but that's, no. but I came up with a solution, no, I, right? I was yeah. I ranted and then I came up with a solution. So I'm doing, yeah, I'm at least you're right
0: providing it. some options. I mean, uh, on the healthcare, uh, issue, especially health insurance, so many people are just beating their heads against a wall trying to figure it out. So it is good to know there are options. None of them may be ideal, uh, but at least we have some choices. And so good show today, Dan, great information. I'm sure our listeners probably have questions. How can they get a hold of you?
1: Easiest ways: go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and connect with me online, or if you want to call and talk, eight 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 five zero eight five nine three five. I can I can talk to you more about insurance options. We have a division that does only that. If you want to talk about, all right, hey, I just did that. Now I got an extra twelve thousand in my pocket. What do I do with that? That's that's also something that I can help people with when it comes to retirement. So they're all connected. all part of it. But again, that number, 888-508-5935. Thanks for the great show, Tony, and welcome back. All right.
0: Yeah, (laughs) thanks, Dan. And that does it for Dolphin Financial Radio and our host, Dan Wendell. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508- 5935 or visit the website at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by social security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you.